We begin today's daf on Lamed Vav Amud Rishon, and we are right on the top line. Go look at how many miracles took place uh, on that day that the Jewish people crossed the Jordan River. It's the first thing. And we saw the, the miracle that happened uh, when they crossed the Yarden. And we learned about how the, the waters uh, were piling, uh, you know, uh, on the, uh, we had a machloket. Was it 12 mil or was it, uh, was it more? And that was the, that was the miracle. What that was that? Lamed? Amid Dalin. Now on the ladder is watching the water rise. Uba'u lahar girizim ulhar ibal. And we learned that they came on that same day, Har Girizim and Har Eval. We learned that on Lamed Bet in the Mishnah. That's when it started. Yoter Mishishim Mil. It was actually a distance that they traveled in one day, more than 60 mil. Kol Not only that, there was no resistance. None of the Goyim were able to uh, stand in front of the Jewish people. And anybody that did try to uh, come against B'nai Israel, their intestines became soft, and uh, they had, uh, uh, she says, so basically they have like a diarrhea. As it says in the Pesach, God says, I'm going to send you know, my fear in front of you. It's going to put fear in front of anybody that rises against you. Now, even though that was talking about Mitzrayim. Now, the Pasuk says, so we assume that just like in Mitzrayim, the Egyptians could not stand in front of us. And actually, it was the same exact thing in Shabbat Gadol when the Egyptians came uh, and said, what are you doing with this Korban Pesach? And we said, we're going to kill it and eat it. And they wanted to rise up against us. And it says, again, intestines, and they had the same thing. So we assume that, just like it happened in Mitzrayim, it happened here. Now the Pasuk says, Ad Ya'avor HaMecha Hashem, Ad Ya'avor Amzukanita. So it's referring to that the Jewish people came into Eretz Yisrael twice. It says, Ad Ya'avor, Ad Ya'avor. Zu Bi'ah Rishona. So the first one is Bi'ah Rishona, when we came in the times of Yeshua. That what? That's the first time. And then what's the second time? The second time we came into Eretz Yisrael is in the times of Ezra Sofer. That was after Gadut Bavel. And the Gemara will say that we should have came in with the same sovereignty like we came in in the times of Yoshua, because it compares it. However, when we came in in the times of Ezra, we came in under the a dominion of the Malchut uh, that was there already. And uh, we had, uh, we were under uh, uh, the Malchut 
of uh, I guess what was it uh, uh, Paras, so uh, the Yavan. So therefore, why didn't we have the same miracles that happened? It says Amar Zubi Ashinia Emor Meata Reuim Ayu Yisrael Lasut Lehem Nes Zubi Ashinia Kibiari Shona. There should have been the same miracles that we should have went in with full sovereignty and dominion. But because of the sins, so therefore it changed. And we didn't get the same, uh, the same benefit. As she says, and we should have went in with force. Same day. What happened? So we learned in the earlier daf. What daf did we learn? That they came along and they took the rocks. They took the rocks and each rock was 40 se'ah. And that's where we learned the size of the grapes in Eretz Israel. So therefore, it's coming to tell us that there was another miracle that happened on that day. And then they built the Mizbayah. And then we learned exactly in yesterday's daf that he built the mizbeah on the rocks and we had a machloket that they put the, the limestone first or the limestone after. And they wrote the Torah all in one day, one day's work. In 70 languages. As we said, and then they had time to bring all these korbanot, ve'achlu ve'shatu, and they ate, they rejoiced, ve'samhu u'birchu, and then they ve'samhu, then u'birchu ve'kililu, and then you have har-grizim and har-ival, they gave the berachot and the kilalot, ve'kipilu with abanim, or ve'kilifu with abanim, different different words, basically they took the abanim with them, u'bau ve'lanu ba'gilgal, and they took it, like we learned in the Mishnah, they brought it to them, to Gilgal, that was their uh, logic. Meaning they placed the rocks in their lodging. You think that it was they brought it with them and transported it to every lodging? That night where they went. Good, and that's what they... And they took the 12 stones and they brought it with them to the lodging. Tana. lo avra immahim. So we have over here the, the, <coughs> the hornet. So that's a dangerous type of creature that the Bore Ulam said that the tzara'ah is going to help you uh, knock out and scare the enemies. So the question was did the tzara'ah cross the Jordan River with the Jewish people? So the first Baraita says tzara'ah lo avra immahim. But the Pasuk said already that God will send the Tzara'ah in order to scare and to punish the Goyim. It's amazing, this Tzara'ah. It stood at the banks of the Yarden without actually crossing over. And it sent out its poison. And blinded the people on the other side, from on top, blinding them, and caused them to become sirisim and you know the uh, uh, 
sterile. Sterile on the bottom. It's a powerful, uh, powerful venom. Shnei Amad v'anochi yishmati te'emori mepinehem asher kegov arazim govho v'hasonu ka'alonim v'ashmit periyo mimal. Periyo mimal is their eyes. V'sharashav mitachat is they became sirisim in fertility. So that's so, so therefore it didn't cross. It stayed over the Jordan and just sent over its venom. La papa amashtet siraota. By the way, actually two different siraot. Hada de Moshe vehada de Yoshua. There was one in the times of Moshe and one in the times of Yoshua. De Moshe lo avar. The Yoshua avar. Fine. So the Yoshua's went over and Moshe's did not. Right. Lo avar. Okay. Shisha shevatim alul rosh agirizim. So we said that when they got to Har Girizim and Har Ival, so there were six tribes on one uh, mountain and six tribes on the other. So the way the Torah says it is, Now, the half. Now, from the fact that it says, it sounds like it's, it's a known half. Now, we're going to discuss exactly which tribe stood on one side and which tribe stood on the other side. But it sounds like, and the half... As if we know it from somewhere else, like the same half that was somewhere else, so they use the same, uh, the same six. So the Gemara asks, "My vehachetzio," as she says, "Be Yoshua hachiketi behaykira the matnitin bechod Yisrael chetzio el mul har gerizim vehachetzio el mul har eval lamadi lemechtav vehachetzio the mashma or chetzio miyuhad." Sounds like it's a special chatzio or something that was mentioned in a different place. What is it? What is it modeling? Remember on the clothes of the Kohen, so you have the Abne Efod. Those are the stones that are on his shoulders. And you have Shisha Mishimotam Ala Eben Ayhad Shisha Mishimotam Ala Eben Hashinit. So you have six of the Shivatim's names. We engraved on one stone and six on the other. So therefore, that was the way they were split by Har Girizim and Har Eval Rashi. Kederik shachalukin ashevatim b'Har Girizim b'Har Eval kedichtiv. Ele yamdu lebarichet ta'am ve'ele yamdu ala kenala kachalukin b'abne efod shamud b'hem shisha mishemotam halak shisha de Har Girizim duvim la yachad veshisha de Har Eval ketuvim ala shinit v'ainu dichtiv ve'achetzio otok etzio akuk be the same half that's written on one of the, engraved on one of the stones. Metive, we have a question. There was two stones on the shoulders of the Kohen Gadol. And the name of the 12 tribes were written on them. Shisha al Evenzu, Shisha al Evenzu, Shisha Mishimotam. And it says, And it says, Sounds like it was written in order of their birth. So the Gemara makes it to you. It sounds like only on the second stone they were written, but not on the first stone. Because the Rishona, they didn't put Reuven first, they put Yehuda first because he was the Melech. So therefore you had Yehuda and then Reuven, Shimon, 
Levi, etc. Mepeneshi Yehuda Mugdam. He goes first. That she says, Ketoldotam, Keseder Ledatan. Shisha Aharonim Kesedran. Gad Asher, Yisachar Zevulun, Yosef, or Binyamin. Ze Seder Ledatan. That's the second one. Vishisharishonim Nichtebuba Yehuda, Reuven Shimon, Velevi Dan, Venaftali Keseder Ledatan. And then the Gebara says, <coughs> if you count how many letters all together are on both stones, twenty-five on each one. The Gemara will ask. Actually, on one of them was twenty-four. We're missing a letter, but that will be the Gemara on the Amud Bet. Anyway, so according to this first version. The way the split on the stones was, one stone was Ketodotam, and one was Ketodotam, Hutzme Yehuda. <laughs> now that's not going to be the way they stood at Har Gerizim and Har Eval. So that cannot be, uh, the, the model of Har Gerizim and Har Eval is not, is not the stones, because they didn't stand in that form. There's another opinion. And really the second opinion is not going to be the, the form of Har Gerizim either. lo which means uh, the Torah lists the tribes in Humash Apekudim, which is in the book of Bamidbar, right? The beginning of Bamidbar, but we list all the tribes. So therefore, it says that not the way they were listed in Humash Pekudim are they listed on the Ephod. Humash Sheni is the way the Gemara calls Sefer Shemot. That means the the uh, the Abne Efod followed the order of the Shemotim as written in Humash Shemot Humash Sheni. Betchidat ele Shemot that she says Reuven Shimon Levi Yehuda Yisachar Zevulun beachat mehem and then the next one Benjamin Dan Benaftali Gad veAsher Yosef Ketzad the Gemara explains Benedea Kesedran Benedea when in order meaning starting from Reuven, Bene Rachel, on the second stone you have Bene Rachel, Echad Mikan, one on top, Vechat Mikan, and one on the bottom. Benjamin was on the top of the stone, and Yosef was on the bottom. And the Bene Shefahot were in the middle. The Ela Ma'ani Mikayem Ketoldotam, but it says by the stones, they were written in order of their birth. And this is not written in order of birth. Clearly it's out of order. Benjamin was born after Yosef. So how could you tell me it's Ketol Dotam? No, Kishmotam Shekara Lehem Avihem. It means the names that were used on the stones were the exact names that they got when they were born. As opposed to the names that Moshe Rabbeinu would call them later on. Velo Kishmot Shekara Lehem Moshe. Yaakov called his son what? Reuben. What did Moshe call the family? Velo Reubeni. Shimon Velo Shimoni. Dan Velo Adani. Gad Velo Agadi. Fine. That's what means Ketodotam. But bottom line, we have a question. None of these configurations is the way they stood in Hargirizim and Hargirizim. But you just told me above, Ravkana, that Vahetzio is modeling the stones. But no matter how you learn the stones, that's not the order of Har Gerizim and Har Eval. So clearly, Vachetzio 
is not going back to Har Girizim. Mm-hmm. It's not going back to the Kitfot Ha'efot, the stones. It's a question against the Afghana that she says, Now we give you Totally different, totally mixed up. So therefore, how do you learn Vahatio? So the Bara says, uh, So how do you learn Vahatio? Tana, Hatsio Shilmul Har Girizim, Mirubam Mechatsio Shilhar Ebal. It just means to say that the half that was standing in front of Umul Har Girizim was more people than those that were standing Mul in front of Har Ebal. So Vahatio is a way of saying, the half, meaning the smaller of the two halves. So the Gebra says, why was the smaller half on one side? Because Levi was, uh, was down, was not on the mountains. As she says, who was Levi? They were downstairs with the Aaron. So the Gebra says, well, Adraba, Levi was on the Girizim mountain. So if, if the V was on the Girizim mountain and they were down, so Adma Girizim should be less, not not Ebad. You're missing from Girizim. So it was Adaba. That should cause Girizim to have less, not Ebal. But on Girizim and, and, and on Girizim side, you had Yosef, and Yosef we know was a big tribe. So it compensated even though Levi was down. This is when they were splitting up the land. So Bnei Yosef goes to Yoshua and says, Why did you only give me one portion, portion of land? I'm a big, uh, big people, I got a lot of people. So go to the forests. I guess we have more land. What does he mean to say go to the forest? Meaning go hide yourself because you're not going to get Ayinara. It sounds like you have a lot of people. You don't want to ruin it. Because you're worried about the Ayinara. So Yosef says, not a concern. Come from the tribe of Yosef, you're uh, uh, you're, you're, you're protected from the ayin. Meaning they rise above the ayin. They were compared to fish. The waters cover the fish. And the eyes. Of the people, that's why they multiply so much because there's no ayin on the fish. Nobody knows what they're doing down there, so therefore they have beracha. After Oshel Yosef, and ayin sholeted b'hem. So therefore, the Gemara is basically saying that they had more people on Har Girizim, despite Levi was downstairs because Yosef was a big tribe. It overcompensated for them. So now the Gemara, and that was by 
Ma'achachur means the half that was less. So now the Gemara says, you said in the earlier daf, on the Amud, you said there was 50 letters. Hane, hamishim otiyot, hamishim nechi hadahabyan. It's 50 minus 1. Count the letters. Amar Abitzhak, Yosef osifudo ot achat. No, it's Yosef as an extra letter. They added a he. Shene Amar edut, bi Yosef samo. That when he came down to Mitzrayim, they added a letter, as we'll see in the Gemara. But keep that of Nachman, but Yosef, ketoldotam ba'inan. What do you mean? We said by the, by the, by the, by the stones, they were written ketoldotam, the names that they were given at birth. And Yosef was not given Yosef at birth. So you got a problem with that. Ela, kola Torah, kola you're right. Put Yosef as Yosef, and we're going to deal with Benjamin's name. It's written bin Yaman, meaning it's written Haser, you throughout the whole Torah. But when his father named him, bin Yamin Shalem, it's written bin Yamin with a Yud, and that's the way they wrote it on the stones. Why? Because there it wants to give you the reason why he called him bin Yamin, because bin Yamin is the son of, of, the, of my strength, or because he was to the to the north of Eretz Yisrael, so therefore he, was to, he calls it to the right. But the point is, Benjamin, the, the son that I had at that location, but otherwise, the rest of the Torah doesn't write Benjamin with the Yud, because we're not interested in giving the reasons. So therefore it's a silent Yud, so that we can write it Hased. But Ketoldotah, when he was born, they actually put the Yud there, so you'll see the word Yamin written mm-hmm. explicitly. And that's the way they wrote it on the stones. There's your extra letter, the extra Yud in Benjamin. Amarav Hana. Bar Bizna, Amalibishamon Hasida. Sound familiar? Yosef Shikideshim Shamaim Baseter. Yosef Daf? Yosef Shikideshim Shamaim Baseter. Yosef, that was Mikadesh. Shem Shamaim, he sanctified God's name in private. Hosifo Alab, Ot Ahat Meshem, Moshe Lakadosh Baruch, we got a hair in his name. Yuda Shikideshim Shamaim Befarhesia. Yehuda, like we're going to learn that sanctified God's name in public, Nikra Kulo Al Baruch He's got Yud Kevavke in his name, Yehuda. So there was all difference in the Kiddush Hashem's. Yosef Maihi. We get to the famous story of Yosef and Eshet Potiphar. Nichtim Vayhi Kehayom Hazeh. It was on that day. Vayavu Abaytal Asut Melachto. Actually, Rabbi Yehuda, that was his name when he was born. Right, Al Shema. Right. So I have to say, Yosef Al Yehuda Al Al Shema Atid. Al Shema Atid. At the end of the day, he had that name, but why do you have that name? Because Hashem knew. I have to say. Yeah, Al Shema Al Shema Atid. She's saying on that. Al Al Ayam. That was his Al Ayam by Nachshon. Like we're going to see, we're going to see the Gemara. Amar of Yohanan, on that day it says he went to do his melachto, Yosef Asadik. So Amar of Yohanan, Medamet Shishnehem, Ledvar Averanet Kabnu. So they went away then, Taso Melachto. So the Kaver Avera, Vayavoa Baita Lasot Melachto. Rab Ushmoel Had Amar, Lasot Melachto Mamash. That Melachto, no, he has the work. It was a working day. Meaning, she says, 
Good. Ve'en ish me'anshe abayit. Nobody was home. Efshar, bayit kadol, kibbeto shiloto rasha. Do I have ish? Where's everybody? There gotta be people, maids, servants, people. Tana, the bedi bishma'el. Oto ayom, yom haggam aya. Was the holiday. Ve'alku kulam, the bet avodat kukhavim shalahem. And everybody was in the church. We said once ke hayom, chaf hayom, the 25th of the month. So, she came along and said that she's sick, so therefore she didn't have to go to church. She's going to stay home and seduce Yosef. It's no better day. Nobody's home. Yosef's coming to work, and there it is. <laughs> so she grabbed him by the shirt and she said, And his father's image, Yaakov Abinu, came into the window. All the names of the tribes can be written on the stone of the ephod. You want your name to be erased? And instead, they're going to call you Ro'ezonot. That's going to be your nickname. Ro'ezonot, yeah, bedhon. The one that goes with Zonot loses all the wealth. Miyad, Teshev, Be'etan, Kashto. What does that mean? Amar, Yohanan, Meshum, Rabbi Meir, Sheshava, Kashto, Le'etano. That he, he brought back his, his desire. Uh, he, he brought back the. Uh, the shikvat zaro that you is like a kishin. It's your dekachetz comes out strong like a chetz. So it says he he retracted it. But he afuzu zaro ayadav. So how did he control it that he shouldn't make the sin? He put his fingers in the karka, meaning he rested on his thumbs, which gave him a lot of pressure in order to break the taava. And the zira came out of his. Uh, Fingertips, which obviously cannot be taken literally, that it means it didn't come out of his Bible, but there was a potential that, that came out. Abir Yaakov, and all this was to the credit of who? Abir Yaakov, which is Yaakov Abinu. Whose merit was that Yosef should be chiseled on these stones? Ela Abir Yaakov. That's why it says from there, instead of being called Ro'ez or not. He's called the one that's on the stones. Even Yisrael, Misham Zacha, Ben Asad Oen. He became the shepherd of Israel. Shne Emar, Loe Yisrael Azina, Noheg Kason Yosef. Besides Yaakov, they refer to Yosef as the shepherd of Israel because he led the Jewish people in Mitzrayim when it went during the years of the famine. Tanya, Hayaraui Yosef Latzet Menu Yud Bet Shevatim Kederik Shiatzumi Yaakov Abiv. That Yosef is like his father. He should have had twelve Shevatim. As it says, in the Tuladot Yaakov, Yosef, the same Tuladot Yaakov had, Yosef should have had them also. That day, he lost it, and therefore did not come out of him. So 10 came from Binyamin plus the two of Yosef, so therefore that's how he got the 12. And they were all called after Yosef. Yosef. Bela, Ubecher, Be'ashbel. 
So what, what do you call all these names over here? Bela, Shinebla Bena Omot. Because his brother, Yosef, was swallowed amongst the nations. Because he was the firstborn to his mother. Because he was taken into captivity by God. That he lived in uh, in different, uh, right, a different country, as she says. That he was very pleasant. He's my brother. And he's above me. On my head. Mupim v'chupim. As in mupim v'chupim. Hu lo ro'a v'chupati. He did not see my wedding. And he did ro'aiti v'chupato. So therefore mupim. V'furash v'medrash. Sh'ya piv k'fi Yaakov Abinu. V'alachot sh'kibel. And mupim v'alachot mepeh. That he had the same, the Torah of Yaakov Abinu. Because he learned Yosef. That he learned all the Torah that Yaakov learned in Shem V'ever. He gave it over to him. Uh, so that's mupim. But the Gemara is saying differently. Mupim v'chupim, ani l'ra'iti v'chupati, ani l'ra'ah v'chupati. Hu l'ra'ah v'chupati, and ani l'ra'ah v'chupato. Mupim v'chupim. How's the derash on the word mupim? Chupim, I understand the word chupa. And mupim... No, that's, that's, that's what she says from the Midrash. Mm-hmm. But that's not the Gemara. The Gemara is saying, Mupim V'chupim has got to say, I didn't see his and he didn't see mine. Right. Maybe it's only on the word Chupim, only. And that she's telling you Mupim. Aha. Uh-huh. He's saying Rabbi Chupim is a, a double language. Plural. Yeah, plural. double language. So that's what it is. So the Gemara is not really giving you Mupim. That she's giving you Mupim from the Midrash. Very good. Ve'art, she'yara de'ben ha'omot ha'olam. So he went down to Umot Ha'olam. Okay. Ika da'amri va'ad, shifanav domim nevered. That he was beautiful, his face was like a rose. Amar v'chayab ar'abba, Amar v'yuchanan. B'sha'ash, Amar lo par'o li'yosef. When he gave him his promotion and said, u'bil'adecha lo yerim ishut yado, nobody's going to be higher than you, nobody can say anything without your permission. Amar u'istagnine par'o. So the, the, the stargazers of par'o tell par'o, he was, was sold as a slave for 20, 20 coins. Now you're going to make this guy our boss? He's going to be our ruler? He's not an Eved. I see he has the uh, protocol and the nature of kings. He was raised in a house of, of royalty. He has the qualities. So Amrulo, Imkin, Nashon. Well, if, if, he has, if he has royalty, so the royals knew to know languages. So he has to know the languages. So Gabriel came and taught him the seventy languages. He was having a hard time remembering. So what happened? This was before Zichru. So they added an extra letter to his name. The letter here. He was learning Yosef the next day, every language that Paro conversed, so he was able to answer him. And then Yosef talked to him in Lashon HaKodesh. And Paro couldn't answer. Teach me this language. 
He couldn't teach it to him. He couldn't get it. It was a, too, too hard of a language. It's amazing thing, even though it's very similar, very similar to Arabic, very similar to all the other languages. It's another language. It's amazing. It's amazing. Swear to me that you're not going to tell anybody to you know more languages than me because then the rule would be you have to be the, the king. Why wouldn't he let, him, let, him, let, let, what? let it become known that Paro doesn't know? Yosef will come king, no? Paro's not going to allow that. This is between Paro and Yosef. Paro doesn't want to lose his job as king. Why does Yosef have to... Just let him go out and say he doesn't know. He's not going to start a fight with Paro. He doesn't want to be the king. But Paro's nervous. Paro's saying, listen, you know more than me. Yeah, yeah, get the post. So Paro says, don't tell anybody. Even though Yosef will be the king, he's still... Yosef's not interested to be the king. He'll do enough being the viceroy. But Paro wants to stay in power. So he's doing, swear to me that... uh, And Yosef obviously knew that one day this is going to work to his benefit to swear, Mm -hmm. like what I was saying immediately. So basically he swears to him and says, no problem. Ishtebalo. Uh, and then what happened? Yaakov dies eventually. So now he goes to Paro and says, I need to leave the country for a few days to go bury my father. And my father made me swear to him that I will bury him. So uh, what does Paro say? Go make a tara. What's the problem? Ah, go make a tara. When I'm there, I'll make a tara on... The swear that I made against you. I'll explain to you. Even though Paro wasn't so happy to let Yosef out, why go bury your father? That means only because he made you swear. And I got to swear with you also, and I don't want my swear to be, to be, uh, to be compromised. The cycle of Rebbe, Birkat Peretz, Says, what is he? He's threatening. Uh, he's threatening the king. He's, he's blackmailing the king. And he says clearly not. What he was saying is, is that once you make a hatara, the whole inyan of shivua becomes weak in your eyes. Because once you know there's a out. there's a out, even though it's a legal out, but okay, shivua. So therefore, he said, it's not in your advantage to weaken. Uh, the concept of shivuot uh, in my eyes. Cool me down, no exactly, which means once, once I make shiv, uh, a tara on my father's, so I chose, you can give somebody a word, and, okay, you can get out of it. So therefore, it, it causes me to be a little more vulnerable to break uh, your shivuah uh, as well. And therefore, it's to your advantage that you make sure that I keep my word and I don't look for any, any heterim to, uh, uh, to, to absolve myself. Paro said, "You're right. That's even though it's legal, but I don't want to get. I don't want you to get used to, you know, be able to. You can say something and then figure out a way. So he said, you know, just go, just go, just go do it.' It was such a serious thing. Did you know Hebrew? Off the throne. Kandere, Kandere. That was the world. That was the rules. That was the rules. Yeah. Why? Ah, first of all, he might not come back." And the Berachah, he might not come back once he goes to Israel. And uh, all the Berachah. Yeah, the Berachah. We lost Yaakov already. They, they, they didn't want to let Yaakov out. He wants to keep his arm there. They want Yosef not to come back and lose the Berachah. No, and he didn't want Yaakov to leave. Keep Yaakov. He's saying, no, I don't want you to go and take your father, bury him here in, in, in Giza. 
because we know when Yaakov came, the Berachah came. So he said, my father's, maybe his promise, we take him out. Correct. He was concerned about Yaakov. I was concerned about Yosef too. But the main concern of this Kabbalah was Yaakov. Where we're learning it. Because the Berachah came from Yaakov. Wherever Yaakov came, there was Berachah. came to Laban, says, we're going to kill Yaakov comes to him this time. He says, Berachah did he lose? Now you're taking him out. Why are you taking him out? Why it's a, oh, it's, it's still a Gennai. It's a Gennai but it doesn't count. It doesn't count. It's its own, uh, it's its own language. Okay, Zichru time, Rabotai. So, number 36. Then it seemed on the day that Israel entered Eretz Israel and lost potential of Bi'ari Shona. It was taught in the Braita. Come and see how many miracles were done on that day they entered Eretz Israel. Avru Yisrael etayardem. They crossed Yadim miraculously, like we learned on Daf 34. Ubaul al Girizim. It was more than 60 mil on the same day. No creature was able to stand against them. Anybody who did stand against them lost control of his bodily functions, as we're saying it, from terror. Uh, as it says, I shall send my fear before you. Uh, a pasuk in Darshan to refer to both the first entering and the second entering of Ezra. Israel should have been uh, befitting to perform miracles in the second entering, but Garamachet. When Rabbi Shimon Hasidah said that Yosef, who sanctified Hashem's name in private, when he resisted, merited to have a letter of Hashem's name added to his, in the Pasuk Yudud be Yosef, he appointed as a testimony for Yosef, the sanctification is when he came up to do his work, some say actually to do his work, some say to perform his needs, is a euphemism for relations. Um, the Pasuk says, no one was home that day, what do you mean nobody was home? They were in the church, and Potiphar's wife feigned illness, saying, I have no better day today than to do this. And then you know, the father came in the window and said, you'll be erased from the, uh, the stones. Rabbi Hanan said that when you, third thing, when Yosef rose to power, Paro's astrologers protested, a servant bought for 20 coins to rule over them, but responded that he had detected royal character traits in Yosef and that they persisted that he must know uh, 70 languages. Gabriel came in that night and taught him. He added a hair to his name. The next day, uh, the next day, Yosef responded in every language. Paro spoke to him. When Yosef spoke Lashon HaKodesh, uh, he didn't know it, so Paro did not know it. And although he instructed Yosef to teach it to him, he couldn't learn it. He made Yosef swear not to reveal. Later, when Yosef recreated the very Yaakov in Israel, he explained, he swore, Paro told him to avoid the oath. And Yosef responded that he would then void his oath concerning Paro, which forced Paro to allow him to go. Lu, Islamic Vav, is a Lulav. So the nation flying miraculously on Lulavin from a river on the way to mountains over 60 miles away caught the attention of a worker uh, in a house alone with his master's wife who was rushing out to take his course on how to learn 70 languages. Let's see. Uh, flying red loves. Yeah, flying red loves. That's uh, right. That's the under the loves. It's like a jet ski. Uh, so again, the flying, the nation flying miraculously on Lulavim from a river on the way to mountains over 60 miles away caught the attention of a worker uh, 
in the house alone with his master's wife, who was rushing out to take his course and how to learn 70 languages. So number one is the seem on the day. Number two is the Yosef's refusal of Potiphar's wife. And number three is Yosef learned 70 languages. So they add the hay in the little upside down carrot.